welcome to the Daily Smith Figures What Devotional Podcast. My name is Victoria Eyok and I thank you so much for joining us today. Let us start with prayer as usual. Father Lord, God Almighty, King of Glory, we thank you for your word and we thank you for there is power in the word of the Lord. And we thank you for your word is able to transform our lives and the lives of the people around us. Help us to believe it and to live like it is so. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. And also, Lord, help us as we read your word to understand it, put it in practice and follow you every day in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so let us start with the title of today's teaching, How to Bring Conviction of Sin. How to Bring Conviction of Sin. And is this not an interesting topic? Because like generally bringing people to Christ usually starts by bringing conviction of sin because people who do not believe that they are sinners do not believe that they need a savior. So bringing conviction of sin is a very useful step in getting people to Accept that they need a savior and that they need Jesus as your Lord and Savior. So today we are going to talk about how to bring conviction of sin. And we are going to John chapter 16 verse 8 and Ephesians chapter 5 verse 8 to 21 as we will discuss the topic today. John chapter 16 verse 8 and Ephesians chapter 5 verse 8 to 21. All that in the New King James Version. John chapter 16 verse 8. And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. And when he, the Holy Spirit, has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Now, second scripture for today. We are going to Ephesians chapter 5 verse 8 to 21 in the New King James Version. For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth, finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. And have no fellowship with unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. For it is shameful to even, even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret. But all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light, for whatever makes light first is light. Therefore, he says, Awake you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand that the will, what the will of the Lord is. And do not be drunk with wine, in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in the fear of God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So let us get back to today's topic, how to bring conviction of sin. Here is what's in the Spirit to Guess What devotional for us today. Do you believe that you can be so filled with the Spirit that a person who is not living right can be judged and convicted by your presence? As we go in the life, as we go on in the life of the Spirit, it will be said of us that a vile person is convicted in a simple presence. Jesus lived in this realm and moved in it, and his life was a constant reproof to the wickedness around him. But he was the Son of God, you see. God through him has brought us into the place of sonship, and I believe that if the Holy Spirit has a chance at us, 
He can make something of us and bring us to the same place. I don't want to boast. If I glory in anything, it is only in the Lord, as in 1 Corinthians 1 verse 31, who has been so gracious to me. So this is me to just what's speaking. But I remember a wonderful time of conviction. I stepped out of a railway car coach to wash my hands. I had a season of prayer and the Lord just filled me to overflowing with his love. I was going to a convention in Ireland and I could not get there fast enough. As I returned to my seat, I believed that the Spirit of the Lord was so heavy upon me that my face must have shone. When the Spirit transforms a man's very countenance, he cannot tell this on his own. There were two ministers sitting together and I got into the coach again. One of them, and as I got into the coach again, one of them cried, You convict me of sin. Within three minutes, everyone in the coach was crying to God for salvation. This has happened many times in my life. It is the ministry of the Spirit that Paul spoke of. This feeling of the Spirit will make your life effective so that even the people in stores where you shop will want to leave your presence because they are brought under conviction. Okay, so Smith Figures watches that it happened to him many times. So to summarize what I just said, so he was uh, around people and he had just been in the presence of like the love and when the Lord, yes, God is love. And when I say in the presence of the Lord, I don't, I mean, God is always in us. If we are Christians, he's in us always. He will never leave us, nor forsake us. But he took a time of prayer, a moment of prayer to be so focused on God, like listening to him, praying, like being focused on the Lord. And it's in that, in that, okay, that, um, it's in that, that like his face shone, though he, he believes that his face shone, though he did not see it himself. He says here that when the spirit transforms a man's countenance, very more often than not, he cannot tell this on his own. Like it was normal for Moses, his appearance before others. Like they saw him shine, and he was obliged to cover, like to veil his face. But you understand why I'm getting. So he says that these people, just his presence, convicted them of sin. I think this is so interesting because generally, when like. Pastors, people in general who want to preach, especially even those who are preaching on the street, like we, when we want to convict people of sin, we want to come around and say like, uh, anyway, I've never done that. I think, I've ne yes, I've never done that, but I'm mostly here. People do that. They will come and they tell you, oh, if you commit this sin, you're a liar. You're going to hell. If you're, you're, you're a murderer, you're going to hell. You, 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 you are a homosexual. You live in sexual immorality. You're going to hell. Uh, if if on Ikator, you're going to hell, stuff like that. They would list all things because I already had like some things like that, like street evangelism. I don't know if that's how it is in your country, but in my country, street evangelism is someone who come out like in the street, take like a loudspeaker, list as many things as possible and call out people and say, you are a sinner, you're going to hell, you're a sinner, you're going to hell, you're a sinner, you're going to hell. So give your life to Jesus so that you'll be saved. If not, you're going to hell. Basically, what they're saying is truth. If you're living in sin, you are going to hell. That's the truth. It's what's biblical. But what I like here is that he shows us that you don't have, you don't always have to come to people and throw your sin at your face with your mouth, like say, you are a sinner, I am righteous. Because generally, when even when I tried like preaching to some people, even without, you know, like coming because even without talking to them directly about their sins, like at times I've just spoken about the love of God and they will tell me that I'm judging them. 
But I mean, like, even without you having to say anything, that's the, the thing that's interesting to me here. Even without you having to say anything, just your presence can convince people of sin. Convict, pe convict people. Why? Because you are not the one doing the conviction. And this is a very important point. At times we go for evangelism, we preach the gospel to people, and we have nobody converted, and we feel like, what's wrong with me? I, I, I arranged my message, I looked at other people's other people's messages I, I I crafted it all together I exposed everything I exposed the lives of the church I exposed the lives of the sect I did everything correctly with my own wisdom and my own knowledge but nobody got converted the truth is in the first verse that we read John chapter 16 verse 8 when the Holy Spirit has come he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment and thank God the Holy Spirit has already come he the first people to receive the Holy Spirit inside them were the first Christians who received the Holy Spirit at Pentecost, you know, and now we have, if you are a Christian and you have been baptized in the Holy Spirit, you have the Holy Spirit in you, you've received the baptism in the Holy Spirit, so you have this ability, not you, but the Holy Spirit in you to convict people of sin, even people in the presence of Jesus, that's how it was, they were convicted of sin, it's not us who do the thing, but it's Jesus, so it a cute thing that you have to realize like when you go and preach the gospel whether it's in the street or on your blog or in social media is that you are not the one and it, I, gave, I guess it removes the burden you are not the one who convicts people it is the Holy Spirit it is not you it is not the beauty and the intellect and the quality of your language and your words all that does not do the thing it is the Holy Spirit himself who convicts people he's the one who changes people he's the one who makes somebody realize that the person is living in sin proof another proof here he smith because did not have to say anything he did not even have to say anything just the presence of the holy spirit like the people like the overflowing because he said that when we save the holy spirit he shall be in us rivers of living waters springing up into eternal life springing up to it up to eternal life so springing forth to eternal life so it means that like the overflow you are so full of the holy spirit you know that just the people around you they feel this thing and they feel that they're convicted it's not you it's the holy spirit doing it without you even having to say a word and this helps me understand better when people say when i heard some pastors say that um before receiving people into their church like for church service they go on every chair and pray over the chairs releasing the life of the holy spirit there why do they do that it's not they know that it's not even so much the sermon and at times some people just after they've prayed like that some people come in just when they sit down just a few moments even before the worship starts they fall on their knees they start crying and confessing their sins to god and repenting and asking for salvation why because the holy spirit you don't even have to say a word it's not you who's speaking to the person at that moment it's the holy spirit he he knows how to speak into the spirit of somebody else and to bring the information to that person's spirit you're just a carrier a vessel, the temple of the holy spirit so really like if you want to convict people of sin, what, what we learn here is that it's not through your words, it's not through your intellect. For sure, the words that you're going to use can help somebody to understand. Like, But in the end, it's not your words that are convicting the person. It is the Holy Spirit. It's not your words. As, as, just as it is written in the Bible, you know, like these verses in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, and so it was 
with me, brothers and sisters, when I came to you, I did not come with eloquence or human wisdom as I proclaimed to you the testimony of God, for I, I resolved to know nothing while I was with you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I came to you with weakness, with great fear and trembling. My message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the power of the Holy Spirit, so that your faith might not rest on human wisdom, but on the power of God. So if you want to convict people of sin, do not rely on your own human wisdom, on your eloquence, on your words, or whatever else, but just be filled with the Holy Spirit. That's just it. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. And what would be the effect? Some people are going to be ultimately convicted of sin because it's the Holy Spirit who convicts the world of sin. Just the Holy Spirit. He's the one who has this effect on people. He is the one, not you. So what you can do to achieve it is to, by not being drunk with wine, but by being filled with the Holy Spirit. As in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18 to 19. Okay, do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Holy Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, and singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things to God, the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So once again, I will repeat, if you want to, to summarize all what we said till now, if you want to convict people of sin, if you want people's lives to change to, change, to be changed by the power of God, if you want people to, to be transformed, it is possible, but it is not like about your own strength, your own words, your own eloquence. It is the Holy Spirit who does the works. As He is, so are we in this world. It is the Holy Spirit in us who does these works. Let us uh, end with this quote by Smith Wigglesworth. The Holy Spirit takes it for granted. The Holy Spirit, sorry, takes it for granted that you are finished with all the things of the old life when you have become a new creation in Christ. The Holy Spirit takes it for granted that you are finished with all the things of the old life when you become a new creation in Christ. Let us pray. Father, Lord God, Almighty King of Glory, thank you for making us realize today that it is not by trying to appear self-righteous to people that they are going to come to Christ. That it is not by trying to convince people with long debates, shouting, screaming, getting angry, that we are going to make them come to Christ. But that it is only your Holy Spirit who convicts people. Lord, we surrender to your Holy Spirit. Let us not be drunk with wine, but full of the Holy Spirit, so that in this, our simple presence, in the presence of your Holy Spirit, that people will come to Christ and will be converted. And right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, I release the life of the Holy Spirit right now. Whoever needs it right now, whatever you need right now, because the Holy Spirit is enough to meet whatever I need. If your need right now is healing, receive your healing. If your need right now is salvation, Receive this desire in you to come to Christ and be saved and turn to Him and, and confess your sins and receive forgiveness in Christ Jesus and surrender your life to Jesus. Whatever the need that you have right now, I release the life of the Holy Spirit to heal, to convict, to transform, to save. In Jesus Christ's name, Amen. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you. Please do not forget to follow and subscribe to this podcast. 
and share this with your friends, loved ones, family on social media. And also, if you have any testimony to share, you can contact me on social media to share your testimony, especially on Instagram, like whatever social media platform, you can send me a DM um, to share your testimony with me. And God bless you. Thank you so much for listening. See you tomorrow by God's grace. Bye-bye.